Hello, this is Collective Noun. For a high-quality program, press 1. You have pressed 2. This is Collective Noun with Zach and Dom. Yes, welcome to the show this Tuesday night, Zach. Oh, Dom, I am so excited. Are you? So excited. Well, that's good. It's a good way to start a Tuesday. Well, where do you think most life hacks come from? Um, well, I find them uh, largely on Facebook. Yeah, Facebook's, on the internet? Yeah, on the internet is where you get your life nah, hacks from. See, that's where you're going wrong. What do you mean? I have discovered a black market for life hacks. <laughs> okay. And I have discovered a life hack on the black market <laughs> well, for life hacks that mm. I believe is unheard of. Mm. It's a fresh hack, which fresh hacks are very hard to come by well, in the, this BuzzFeed age. They are very... Most hacks you hear are recycled life hacks. My question is, though, is the black market of life hacks yep. uh, as illegal as the normal black market? Or is um, this... uh, it's a grey area. It's a grey... <laughs> really, it's a grey market. <laughs> <laughs> right, okay, so you've stumbled into the grey market. Before midnight tonight, yep. what would you do, Dom, if I told you I figured out a way to mm. cut... The amount of time it takes to brush your teeth in half. 50%. Well, okay. No, hold on. Does it? Do, do you still get the same dental benefits? Maybe better. Well, hold on. This is how good this hold life on hack a second. is. Wow, because I was thinking maybe you, you were just going to say brush your teeth for half the amount of time. No, Dom. This life hack will change everyone's life. Wow. And we're going to get it on the air before midnight. Right across Australia, you're listening to Collective Noun with Zach and Dom. Now, Zach, um... If you are, if someone's listening right now and they're a little bit cash strapped, you've tuned in at a good time because uh, I have been invited in on a little bit of a money making scheme and I'm uh, happy to invite you and anyone else who wants to join in with me. Now, the person who got you into this, did Mm. they use the word scheme? Uh, They used the, what was their word for it? Can I have a guess? Yes. Opportunity. (laughs) Actually, yes, they did say opportunity. I've been uh, tempted to be scammed quite a few times. (laughs) Uh, The exact phrase was opportunity of a lifetime. Yep. So it was actually, uh, there's like a kebab cafe type place that I go to with friends every now and then. And this was the waiter at this cafe. Now he, we were there on Sunday night and he he pulled a chair up next to me and said, have you got a, it was a slow night at the the kebab place. And he said, have you got a minute for, to hear about a life changing opportunity? Right now I thought he was going to pull out a Bible or something at this stage, but then he starts unveiling to me his money making scheme. Now, is it his? Yes. So he's come up with this idea. He's come up with it. He's come up with this idea and he wants me to go into partnership with him. Okay. Well, um, I'm interested. (laughs) So here's, here's what he tells me, right? This, he said, he stumbled upon information that one of the top phone carriers in Australia, I won't Mm. mention the name, but one of the top phone carriers gives its staff discounts on plans up to 50% Mm. and gives them a discount code to get it, like a staff discount code, Mm. and those discount codes are never checked. This is what he stumbled upon. (laughs) Here's his idea. We go into partnership and we buy staff discount codes off staff of this major retailer and resell them onto customers. Right. Do you know what I mean? So let's say you work for this phone uh, company. You're a, a staff member. You had your discount code. I would go to you and I'd say, hey, I'm going to give you $150 for that discount code. And then I'd sell the discount code, let's say, 100 times for five bucks each. Yep. Do you know what I mean? And we take the profit. Well, firstly, there's mm. no way you can ever go back to that kebab shop <laughs> after you just broadcast his plan <laughs> on the radio. Yeah, look, he's not going to be, it, it won't be, but I, I didn't say which phone carrier it is. Yeah. That, that's, well, there's not that many. That's the confidential bit of information in this particular And moment. why you? Well, uh, I think he just had the idea that day, right? And, and he what, wanted, you were the only person in the restaurant? Well, he wanted someone, uh, I don't know why, but for some reason he assumed I had a bit of money. Yep. <laughs> Wrong assumption. But he did, he, he said he'd give me 40% share 
for a few thousand dollars. Uh, so it becomes Shark Tank now. <laughs> <laughs> Essentially, we're in a Shark Tank scenario. Uh, the saddest Shark Tank in the world. <laughs> it's like the goldfish tank. It's you and your broke friends <laughs> hearing pictures uh, in a kebab shop. Well, basically, he said if we can get some sort of a website up and running and, you know, uh, hire somebody to start getting in touch. And he said, we've got to do it discreetly. But getting in touch with the yeah, staff well, members. Yeah, ruin that. <laughs> well, yeah, that's true. But getting in touch with the staff members of this phone carrier, like discreetly saying, hey... Are you willing to sell your staff discount code? He said, we could build up a stockpile very quickly and we can start giving people 50% off their, their mobile phone plans. Right. right. And so he was really pushing this idea. Now I've never been, no one's ever pitched a scheme at me before. Yep. So, you were just happy to be included. I, I was happy to have a conversation. <laughs> uh, it was, it was, a, it was a start. Right. But, uh, he's asked now, so he's got my, the guy's got my mobile number and Ooh, email address. Dumb. <laughs> well, yeah, I will admit in the conversation, I was slightly won over by his, his scheme. It's only upon leaving the cafe that night that I've started to question the validity of it. Okay. Well, I don't know about the validity. I mm. do think it's probably illegal. <laughs> and secondly, I think they would find out really quickly and shut it down. Well, possibly, but maybe people are already on the contracts by then. I mean, you, the, the point is, uh, I reckon people probably laughed at Mark Zuckerberg yep. early on. Yeah, but I don't think anyone said, I think Facebook's illegal. <laughs> That's a good point. My question to you is, I've, I've had five texts from him since Sunday night. Oh. He wants to catch up and nut out this plan. And I think he thinks I'm in. Yeah. Well, you said you were in. <laughs> you also gave him your phone number. So I can understand how he got that impression. <laughs> well, my question to you is, is should I cut this off now or do I just commit? I mean, this, okay. this could be, this could be my, my ticket to, to riches, Zach, to my oh, fortune. I would be careful because mm. I think that this... Uh, radio recording <laughs> could be played in a court sometime soon. So you can see when you're trying to yeah. claim that you're innocent, <laughs> the lawyer will be like, "Well, actually, I have a recording here that you were happy to broadcast of you saying you're on board." Okay, so well, my question then to you, I was gonna, I was gonna offer you twenty percent of my forty percent. No, I would like to say to the court, yeah. <laughs> Um, I am not involved. I'd like to distance myself. Yeah. I don't know anything about it. I didn't know Dom was going to talk about this. I don't know the kebab shop. I don't know the carrier. And I'm removed. All right. Well, when I drive in tomorrow night in my Ferrari, Zach, yeah. you're going to be you're going to be so dirty that you didn't get in on this one. That's all yeah. I'm going to say for now. Well, I'm happy to miss the opportunity. Right across Australia, you're listening to Collective Noun with Zach and Dom. Now, Dom, what would you say... If I told you that I could guarantee mm. that you could slash the time it takes you to clean your teeth yep. by 50%, you okay. can halve the time. Well, dentists recommend two minutes per teeth clean, and uh, I believe that is twice a day. So you're basically saying you can, you can give people an extra two minutes a day. I can guarantee you. Yep. More time in your day with a life hack that I have developed. Now, the question I have, before we get into this life hack, will it have the same dental benefits? Because if this is just yeah, you saying... probably clean, better. Well, what do you mean probably better? You'll see. Okay. Now, this is a life hack everybody can use. Yeah. I dare say most people could go home this evening wow. and put this to the test. Okay, so this isn't going to require months of construction or planning. This is ready to go. You can go home to your bathroom tonight mm. and do this life hack. Oh, wow. Dumb. For too long, yep. we have been living in fear of the big dental companies. <laughs> okay, We've right. been pushed aside by the bristles of the big toothbrush magnet.
They've been trying to hold us down, but I say we must rise up, Dom! We must band together! Because these companies have been purposely designing inefficient toothbrushes to try to juice money out of us. What do you mean? But I say no more, Dom. Okay. No more. Right. Together, as people, we will rise and take back teeth cleaning! This is what you need to do. Mm. Get yourself some sticky tape. <laughs> Pull off some. Yeah. Put it on your table like you would wrapping a present. Sure. Then get yourself not one, but two toothbrushes. Oh my gosh. Here's the tricky bit. Hold the toothbrushes head to head so the bristles are facing out. Oh my gosh. Get your sticky tape that you previously put on the table. Now we sticky tape them together at the neck. This can't work. And then once more, we put some sticky tape around the handle. Dom, what we have here... No way. ...is a double-sided no toothbrush. Zach, you can't... You can't play God like this. What we have <laughs> is a toothbrush scientifically proven to be twice as effective mathematically. Twice as quick as a normal toothbrush. All that is left is a lab test. And Dom, you'll notice that I've put a glass of water in front of you. Yes, you have. I've got what that What right I would here. like you to do yeah. is to take a test of the double-sided <laughs> toothbrush. We have bristles facing up. We have bristles facing down. Sure. What this means is that you can just brush once. Yep. Instead of brushing up and well, then down, you can just brush once. If this works, do you know how many millions of dollars are going to be wiped off the toothbrush stock trade tomorrow morning. I'm passing the toothbrushes over to you. My gosh. Now, I don't have any toothpaste, so what you're going to need to do is just yeah. dip them in the water. This is incredible. And just give that a bit of a test. wonder the person who f held the first iPhone, the prototype, how they felt. I think it would be similar Feels to good in the hand, doesn't it? It does. It actually... Do you know what's interesting? It actually feels more solid and, and easier to grasp than the single toothbrush. We're about to broadcast the first ever usage of the double-sided toothbrush. Okay. What, what, what are you gauging a success here? What's the success? Is it... Does it work? Does okay. it get top and bottom teeth at the same time? Right. Okay. Well, let's get into this then. Just dip that in the water. Get that into your mouth, Dom. Let's hear that brush at work. Oh, my gosh. That looks like oh. it's working to me. It <laughs> that they wear in the dental studios. <laughs> they are putting their drills aside and they feel like they have been caught out because we have regained the power oh in gosh. the toothbrush industry. you changed the world. We have regained one minute a day for everybody across the globe. Can I take this home with me? I want to use this tonight. That's yours, Dom. I oh. wouldn't use it. I would frame it. Because yes. that is the start of change. It starts with double-sided toothbrushes. Yeah. It ends with men on Mars. <laughs> That's where we're going, baby! <laughs> oh, wow. I mean, I need a minute. Right across Australia, you're listening to Collective Noun with Zach and Dom. A list has gone around today, Dom, of uh, weird things kids were scared of. Mm. Uh, weird childhood fears, things on the list. Vacuum cleaners, okay. wardrobes, apparently. But I would have thought because of... Lion, the witch in the wardrobe. But yep. wardrobes would be like a place of adventure. Oh, so you think if you tell kids that there's a lion and a witch in the wardrobe, <laughs> that 
that would make them <laughs> not scared of it. Did you ever try to go to Narnia? Did I try to go to Narnia? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, no, I didn't. No, you didn't. <laughs> Just me then? Okay. Uh, the other one on the list was uh, toilets flushing. What, that scared people. Actually, mm. the new house I've just moved into, the toilet keeps flushing. I don't know how to stop it. Every 10 minutes, the toilet will flush. A ghost toilet. There's a ghost toilet. So I can understand. It's it's more irritating than scary for me, but I, can, I get that one. On 131060, we mm. want to know the weird things you're afraid of as a kid. Dom, I'm sure yes. you would have a fair few of these. I can certainly sympathize with these people because for me, look, there's a whole list. I could crack out the whole list. But really the big one that terrified me from ages, I think, 6 to 10 was much-loved Australian entertainer Bert Newton was a big fear of mine. I, I was terrified of Bert. What was he on? Was he on Good Morning Australia then? Yeah, it would have been GMA days. Maybe even Bert's Family Feud. Do you yep. remember that, that was the last iteration? And what of scared you about him? Um, I, I think I thought he was an alien as a kid. Yep. <laughs> I mean, I'm not entirely sure what was it about. Bert that made me think he was extraterrestrial, yeah. but he's got a little bit of a, a, I mean, he's called Moonface, isn't he? That's one of the nicknames. Do you know mine? Mm. And this might offend you. Yeah. I was petrified of Santa. <laughs> Were you? Yeah. Why? Uh, well, because to me, he was a home invader. <laughs> I didn't yeah. know he had presents. I, I... And so when he was at kindy <laughs> giving out presents and people were saying, this guy comes into your house. I was like, I don't want that. <laughs> Bought up the windows. <laughs> you know, when you when you look at it that way, the Sanders story is actually a, a horror story for children. <laughs> Someone's going to break, a strange man is going to break into your house one night every year and we're going to celebrate it. It's, a, it's an unusual one. 13, 10, 60. What was the weird thing you were afraid of as a kid? Emma is in Melbourne. Emma, what were you scared of when you were a kid? Well, obviously the toilet flushing thing. So I always used to close the lid. But um, then there was also, um, when I turned on the light in the bathroom, there was a really loud fan noise. Oh, so, right. Um, it would turn on a fan. Yeah. Did you, so what did I you think to... the fan was going to do, Emma? I, I was just so scared. It was really loud. Yeah, look, I, I will say the, the light fan combo, whenever they build it into the same switch, I'm not, I mean, I'm not scared of it, but I'm not a fan of it. I mean, I just find it a, pretty, a bit frustrating. Sometimes well, I want, even now as an adult. Oh, completely. Sometimes you want the light on. Sometimes you want the fan on. Sometimes you don't want them on at the same time. You know what I mean, Emma? I, I definitely do. Yeah. So I used to I used to use the like there was like a nightlight setting in our toilet as well. Yeah, there so you go. I just used that during the day. See, that's Emma. Emma worked it out. Overcoming her fear. Congratulations, Emma. We have Sarah in the Hunter Valley. What was the weird thing you were afraid of as a child? Um, balloons. Oh, yeah, that's true. Uh, yeah, they're ticking time bombs. But what age are we talking, Sarah? How long was this fear? Um, actually, I still got that fear. <laughs> <laughs> is it them popping, Sarah, or just the squeaky sound? Um, it's just balloons in general. Like, if the latex exploded and it hit mm. me in the face, yeah. and the noise in general was just absolutely freaky to me. And it's, I still hate balloons to this day. Yeah, a balloon popping is equally scary when you're a kid as it is now. I mean, obviously, my lack of party invites when I was a kid meant the balloons weren't a real problem for me yep. in primary school. Would you be afraid of blowing them up, I'd imagine, Don? Uh, oh, no, I was okay at the blowing them up. It was the popping that, that did get me. I, yep. I did run from a room crying once when a balloon popped. <laughs> <laughs> my 16th birthday. Of course. Uh, Brooke is in Melbourne. Brooke, uh, what were you afraid of as a kid? Uh, I was just scared of the reflector lights on the side of the roads. <laughs> is this because can I have a guess, Brooke? <laughs> Did you have someone describe them to you as cat's eyes and that's what terrified you? Yeah, when they're in the distance, they look like little piercing eyes staring ah, at you. <laughs> do you know these, Dom? So, like, on uh, 
the uh, lane markers. So you mm. have the painted line, but in between them, you have the reflectors that right. bounce back light from your headlights. Right, and okay. some people call them like cat eyes because they kind of look like when you have a torch and mm. you shine them on cats, you know how their eyes light up? Yeah, yeah. I, 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 I don't know if I've noticed them now, but I'm going to... You've never noticed them. The reflector lights. The things that you hit when you oh. change lanes and it goes like, doo doo. Yeah, right. Okay. It's an unusual fear to have. No, because they look like monsters. <laughs> well, Brooke, is that what the issue was? They look like monsters? 100%. Yeah. I was the youngest of four and all my sisters used to tease me about it. You know, that there was monsters coming at the car. Road oh, monsters. Oh, right. Monsters that are half submerged in the road. And, and popping out. Is that generally the idea? Dom, I don't think you can really <laughs> criticise this fear, yeah. considering last night we were yes. talking about you wanting to report a UFO you saw out of fear. <laughs> so I think the road monsters isn't a far stretch from that. This is Collective Noun with Zach and Dom. This is Collective Nouns Out of Context News. Making Out of Context News today, Donald Trump spoke about his hair. And we're doing everything we can. We're working hard on it and... It'll disappear. It'll all go away. Also, Pink tried to win a teddy bear on a skill tester. But I just never really stopped. And so it just started, they all just started piling up. And then I was like, oh. And Macklemore ate lunch at a cheap seafood buffet. Yeah, you know, it was like that split second of like, am I going to die? Boom. It was scary, man. It was very scary. Right across Australia, you're listening to Collective Noun with Zach and Dom. This is freedom. That's right, Dom. This is your chance to run free. Mm. No one is allowed to veto your ideas. Whatever idea you come up with goes straight on the air. No filter, no checks, no nothing. And uh, tonight, Zach, this is one that you know I've seriously been trying to get up on this show for a number of months. I've been pitching this one at you. Oh, what's this one? Um, Well, I'm I'm calling it tentatively late night news. That's right. Yeah. I do remember this one. (laughs) You've shut this down many times as a normal segment, but you can't stop me here. My fear, and I'll put that out there firstly. Yep. My concern, mm. also shared by our producer, Michael, <laughs> yeah. is that it might be a little boring. <laughs> what a great precast that it just <laughs> put that out there off the top. All right. Well, here's, here's where it's come from. So let me set the segment up for you. Yeah. So this show has never broken a news story before, have we? We've never had an exclusive. No. Well, because we're late at night and uh, we're not a high priority. <laughs> When it comes to breaking news, I mean, we did. People have, don't give us scoops. In saying that, someone did call up and tell us uh, about the coffee Coke. That's actually crazy. That's a true story. Months about ago, two months ago, someone yes. called us saying that the Coke is putting, uh, bringing out coffee Coke, and we, and we didn't believe. We it. didn't believe them, and, uh, and we didn't put it on air because we're like, that is the ramblings of a crazy person. We, we, However. It turns out that is 100% true. Yeah, we did have a scoop and we we really messed that one up. So I don't want to miss this up, Zach. Here's my thinking: thirteen ten sixty. I will take any breaking news you can give me, any exclusive, any news whatsoever in late night news. The The bar for exclusive news in the primetime slots is much higher, but not here, Zach. Yep. This is late night news. And so after this... I guess like if you were, if we were in like a breakfast show, yes, time yep. slot in the primetime, sure. uh, maybe, you know, um, there's a new king in a, a country king. somewhere. Yeah, That, that I mean, would be breaking news. That's breaking news. And uh, they'd report that. We we don't set the bar that high on this late night slot. I will take any breaking news. Perhaps you've just seen cheap fuel somewhere you're driving past. Maybe your local Macca's has the frozen Coke machine broken tonight. That'd be breaking news. We could, I'd report that. So you're looking for bad news. 
I'm not. I'm non news. Um, no exclusive news. Exclusives right. that oh, no one so else is reporting. So you're looking for uh, an exclusive, and the way you're going to do it is by having a really low bar. Yeah, that's it. Because because ultimately anything can be an exclusive, and that's what I've cottoned on to. <laughs> this show could break its very first exclusive. So thirteen ten sixty. Any news whatsoever that you can report to us. I basically want the people of Australia to be our field reporters. And after this, I reckon we'll put a bulletin together if we get some news. We'll put a bulletin together and do the first of a late night breaking news. Right. So you're hoping to put a bulletin together in three minutes. Well, I mean, it'll be a live bulletin. <laughs> we'll work on it. And you know what? I reckon you're going to be proven wrong. I, I think this will be the opposite of boring. Okay. I reckon late night news is going to be riveting. I so, because that's what we aim for. <laughs> we aim for the opposite of boring. That's on our poster. This is Collective Noun with Zach and Dom. This is freedom. That's right, Dom. This is your chance to run free with the wind in your hair. Whatever mm. idea you come up with, go straight on the radio. No filters, no vetoes, quite often no thought put into it. <laughs> uh, look, that has been a criticism in the past, but not fair tonight, Zach, because <laughs> tonight I am really giving our show a big boost. We've never broken a news story before. We, we've never had an exclusive. That is true. We haven't. Uh, and some might say, because our late night time slot, the, big, the exclusives don't come to a show like ours. No. But I wasn't just going to sit here and stand for that. So what I'm doing, on 13.10.60, I'm launching the first of a late night news. Now, the bar is so low. I'll take any exclusive, any breaking news you can give us, Zach. And I reckon it's time to get into the first ever late night news bulletin. Welcome along. It is 20 past 12 in this early morning of Wednesday, October 4, 2017. My name is Dom Fay, and uh, I'm joined by my co-anchor, Zach Mander. Uh... Good evening, and apologies to <laughs> Channel 10 for using their theme. Uh, I'm sure they'd be okay with it. Uh, we're going to cross to our first breaking news story. We have reporter Sam in Canberra. Sam, what's the latest you've got for us there? Uh, I actually was talking to one of my mates the other day, and he actually has heard of your show, Collective Noun, yeah. which I thought was pretty surprising. <laughs> Fair. All right, yeah. thanks, Sam. Gee, I've cool. never heard a uh, journalist pay out the anchors. <laughs> Uh, just for the latest on this story, Sam, what's the friend's name? Uh, Dan. Dan, all right. Dan listens to Collective Noun. That's scoop number one on Late I Night News. we tied that story up as well. Yeah. It won't, won't, there won't be any developments there. <laughs> Laura in Canberra. Jeez, two Canberra reporters. You'd think we've got political news. Laura, what news have you got uh, for us tonight? My cousin Braddon is really busy tonight. What was? The McDonald's in Braddon is really busy. It's a busy McDonald's. That's basically a traffic report. <laughs> well, they have them in the news, <laughs> don't they? I mean, th- that, those are two exclusives that no... Have you heard them reported anywhere else? No. No, they're, they're ticking the, the exclusive late-out news box. But if you thought two breaking news stories was enough for this show, oh, you were so wrong. We're going to have one more breaking news story to wrap up the bulletin. Adam in Melbourne. Uh, Adam, what's the latest? What have you got for us? Um, this just in, I tickle my dad also, and he loves it. Your dad loves a good tickle. Yeah, the classic under the arm. <laughs> All right, that's uh, that's news for this. Did Adam say I also tickle my dad? Uh, maybe. Did, have we been talking about dad tickling? <laughs> uh, maybe he's listening to a different show. I'm not I entirely sure. 
<laughs> I don't really know. But the good news is, Zach, is... Oh, so you... the news doesn't have to be coherent. No. <laughs> it, doesn't, it doesn't have to make any sense. It just well, has to be an exclusive. Have you heard any other show, any other media outlet breaking the news about Adam tickling his dad? No, but I think there's a reason for that. Well, because I don't think it's news. In the last three minutes, we have broken three exclusive news stories here on this show. Yeah. And um, can I just say, your initial <laughs> You're tearing concern, up. Your initial concern. <laughs> you hold yourself together, mate. <laughs> As a journalism student at university back yeah, in the this day. This is a dream of yours. I've, I have broken news. I've been an anchor. It's been a dream come true. My yep. question to you. Yeah. I've wanted to do this segment as a weekly segment for three months now. Yep. You've heard it now on air. What do you think? Can we? Can well, what we... do you think with the stories that we got through? You know, your concern was that it might be a bit boring. Probably should have listened. <laughs> but, but either way. <laughs> yep. We um... had one person paying us out. <laughs> yep. We had a busy McDonald's. That yep. one was actually pretty good. Mm. And then we had a guy who tickles his dad. That's right, and stay tuned for the latest <laughs> on those stories. We'll keep you, you, you covered as the, the updates come in. Right across Australia, you're listening to Collective Noun with Zach and Dom. Now, Dom, the movies, mm. going to the cinema, yep. it's meant to be a relaxing experience. I think there's something happening mm. that is ruining it for everyone. Okay, is this, uh, is this something that I would be aware of, that most people would be aware of? 100%. Okay. Now, this is a conversation uh, my wife and I have every time we go to the movies. Yep. See, she likes to get there right on time because she wants to be in the cinema. She doesn't want to disrupt anyone. She yep. wants to make sure that we have good seats. Yep. Whereas I say the movie won't start for a while. We can be a little late. Well, see, the rule in my family is you leave the house when the session time starts. Right. Right. So thinking that in the, the 10, 15 minute drive to the cinema, you'll get through all the ads and you'll get there in time for the film to start. Well, I was at the movies the other day, Dom. Mm. Do you know how long they played ads and previews for? How long? 35 minutes. <laughs> okay. That's... I looked at my watch at the start <laughs> yeah. and at the end, 35 minutes of ads and previews. People can't normally tolerate a two minute ad break on TV. You're basically paying money and, and good money to sit through a 35 minute ad Not break. even an ad break on TV, Dom. No. How angry do you get with the 15 second pre roll ads on YouTube? <laughs> Imagine if those were 35 minutes long. <laughs> you can't skip them. And like it's You're like, locked in there. The, the, the film previews are okay. The issue is the ads beforehand that are for the, all the local companies. Yes, and they keep going back to them now. It used yes. to start with the ads, then go to the previews, then go to the movies. Now mm. it goes like ads, previews, more ads, yeah. previews, ads. <laughs> Sometimes they'll cut in the middle of the film with just an ad for the local law firm again. I understand that they have to make money. Yes. So therefore they have these ads. Yep. But it's a bit hard to be, you know, feel sorry for them when you're holding a $20 box of popcorn. <laughs> You well, that, like, that's the thing, right, is, you know, the idea is that people might pay for a system, a service like Netflix, thinking yes. you can avoid ads, right? When you're already paying your $20 for a movie ticket and then your $20 for candy bar, you shouldn't go through the ads as well. I have a solution. Yep. I understand they've got to make money, mm. so maybe they need to keep the ads. However, yep. I feel like in this day and age, mm. we should have a bit of a compromise, and I think we should be inspired by apps. Okay, right. So in the apps I play, yep. you can either choose to pay money <laughs> yep. or you can watch an ad okay, right. to get new lives. Yeah, sure. So what you should do, so it's a $20 ticket to the movies. Yeah. It should be $20 yep. or you can pay 15 and you have to sit through the ads. Oh, that's smart. So That's you, smart. So you can, you if you pay $15, so you get a discounted ticket, mm. but you have to go in early and sit through 30 <laughs> minutes of ads. And what, someone watches you and makes sure that yes. you are in there yeah, for the you whole have ads? To, yeah, they shut the doors. And what, I imagine they'd look over to you, make sure you're not on your phone, you, you're staring at the screen. Yep. Okay, that's the... And what do what? you think? Would that solve the problem? 
And so what? I rock up to pay my $20 and I can walk in. $20, just for the you starts. come in straight Yeah, when it starts. I think that's a, look, I think it is a smart idea. Um, I, I would, I'm late to the movies anyway. So actually it will be, I'll be paying the $20 anyway, yep. either way. But I just think that would, um, that would, it, my concern with it though, Zach, is that the advertisers aren't going to be stoked with it. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Because they're going to want as many people in that cinema watching the ad as possible. They're not going to. They're not going to want to provide the option to avoid the ads. My issue and, is like if we were to go with this, yeah, we would have to try to get the word out. Yeah, and the best way would be advertising. <laughs> but I feel like that, that would that, that would that would be against our cause oh, a little bit. It would be counterintuitive <laughs> to to put a stop the advertising ad yeah. out there. But, we but I think besides that. that, we're really onto a winner. <laughs> Zach and Dom. Uh, now, Zach, a story out today that uh, Australians are throwing away their, their loose change. Apparently, 93% of Australians have thrown away five-cent coins before. 29% have thrown away 10-cent coins. And this throwing away of money is apparently costing the country $39 million a month. Throwing away in what sense? Literally throwing it in Literally the bin. Literally throwing it in the bin. So you go to the supermarket, you, you pay your $5 note or whatever, they give you back five cents, people just throw it in the bin with the receipt. This was one of our earliest disagreements in our friendship. It was. This... When I found out that you had a habit of throwing out loose change. I think you actually, did you see me throw out loose change once? I feel like that might have been how it came up. I think you might have seen me throw but away yeah, 10 like, cents. Um, I think to me and to... Uh, vast majority of the public, it seemed like a very strange well, thing to do. 93% of Australians stand with me. This is why this story no, is great news. No, that's not true. 93% of Australians have thrown away a five cent coin oh, before. Okay, they have in their lifetime. Yes. Okay. Yeah. They, they don't regularly throw out money. I, <laughs> I guess I don't do it regularly, but I, I there was a stage. I probably, I, I did think about this once. I probably did throw out around about $100 total. If you in add your it, lifetime. If you added it all up. And why? Reckon, because you don't want to carry around coins. Well, because the thing is, when you've got a five or ten cent piece on you, right? Yeah, the, the Get a jar in your car. Yeah. And start filling them up. Yeah, for what? For, for, for $30 at the end of like three years? Wow. Hey, la-di-da. <laughs> well, Mr. No, I like, can afford to throw away $30 a year. No, thirty. it would be $30 over like three years. Yeah. Seriously, how much is that per year? That's yeah. like... um. <laughs> what, $30 like, per year over how many years? $30 over three years would be... <laughs> Are you serious? $10 a year. <laughs> no, like that's... Okay, yeah, okay geez. <laughs> no wonder you're throwing away money. You can't even figure out how much you're throwing away. How much is this, uh, uh, this piece of paper with 100 written on it? Probably worth nothing. I'll chuck it out. <laughs> It's nearly 1am. That's why it offends. But no, you know, because I mean, that's, you're basically getting paid $10 for a lot of work and collection over the year. Yep. Do you think that's worth it? I reckon this is a I great I don't think story. you should chuck it out. And also, I don't think that you recycled either. What do you mean? Did you, you just chucked it in the bin. <laughs> just the, the normal bin, yeah. Uh, what was the highest denom denomination? Denomination. There were some gold coins, if I'm honest. Gold coins. You throw out um, gold coins. I made it up to a $2 So no notes. Month. I've never thrown out a note. Yeah. Uh, although I did get a $10 note that was ripped once and, uh, I did throw that out, <laughs> but, but just, it was like, it was ripped. It was all scrunched up and awful. And I was like, I just thought, you oh, know. Oh, Dom, that, that is it. 
That's bad. You know what? If you they had... would have accepted that. If they gave it to yeah. you, they would have accepted it. And, and what? The money was too dirty, so you threw it out. Can I just say, if someone listening to this saw the salary that we get paid, they would say, Dom, you really can't afford to be throwing out $10 no. notes. It's, 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 uh, it is perhaps irresponsible, but I stand by the 5 and 10 cents 100%. Mm. And, uh, and I actually think that with this new state that 93% of Australians do it, I think this has vindicated my decision to do it all along. I do not believe those numbers. <laughs> I'm pretty sure I read it at least. I think that was the number. Well, I don't know. You couldn't do basic math before. <laughs> and I couldn't pronounce words. So I think it is time to call it a show. Uh, yeah, that is all we've got time for. If you want to hear the full show back, search for Collective Down on iTunes. You can get the podcast there. Until tomorrow at 11, that's us out. Bye. That's all from Collective Noun. Grab podcasts and videos online on Facebook at Collective Noun Comedy.